0: So for me, the way that I've wanted to heal from seizures is like I want to get to the root cause of what's going on so that I can alchemize, heal, transmute, plant a new seed. I wanted to pull out those weeds and plant new seeds that would actually flourish. I wanted to understand what's going on so that one, I can heal myself and two, I can be in my power, right? When you're a child, when you're, you know, struggling with CPTSD, complex post-traumatic stress, and you have childhood trauma, that's a very, very, very deep-rooted subconscious thing that you have to address if you want to heal. I said, yes, let's do this. I don't want to fucking play small. That's not who I am. Do you know me? Do you fucking know me? Come on. Like, I'm here to revolutionize the world, like... I've already been invited to go to the UN before. Like I'm going to be going back. (laughs) Like I want to do big things in the world. I'm not here to play small because that would be one, a disservice to God. And two, it'd be a disservice to me. welcome to the sovereign society podcast i'm your guide sabrina Riccio, and as a shamanic brand strategist my mission is to help sacred disruptors and leaders of the golden age to honor their journey reclaim their power and revolutionize the world with their medicine because you've answered the call to move the masses with your medicine this sacred space is here to help you nourish your online empire as you activate a legacy of integrity wealth and overall sovereign embodiment remember It all comes down to you honoring the journey and trusting the process. So I invite you to join me every week as I share with you conversations and transmissions with some of today's leading sacred disruptors who are on mission to be part of the solution. Now's the time for you to cultivate the business and life of your desires. So allow the medicine of the sovereign society to inspire you to lead with intention. Let's dive in because the world is ready for your medicine. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Sovereign Society podcast. I'm your guide, Sabrina Riccio, and I know it's been quite some time since you've heard an episode from me and we've been able to get together. So I just want to say thank you for your patience. As you may or may not know, I, for the last three years, I've been navigating through quite a spiritual initiation with seizures, and I had a pretty severe one um, two weeks ago that led me on a 10 plus day spiritual awakening experience which i'm talking about in this episode but um i'm so excited to be here with you i've never felt so aligned so on fire and i've just been really really grateful um this episode i just really wanted to share my journey of overcoming epilepsy and seizures naturally Um, as I've really developed a deeper relationship with Jesus. And it's interesting because if you didn't know, um, I almost got my master's in theology. Like I've been a very spiritual person my entire life. And to me, I feel like this experience I've gone through since I've been struck by lightning and had a difficult LSD trip and had a spiritual emergency, which are all the things I'm going to be talking about in this episode, um, all of those things had to happen for a reason. I don't see myself as a victim of those um, circumstances anymore. Instead, I'm here to um, share and be a leader and share that compassion and just let other people know who've had a difficult trip that they aren't alone. And that's been the big reason why I wanted to really record this episode, one and two. Um, I Since my last seizure, I literally have over... 14 hours of documented filmed, um, content that I have been filming, um, to share with my doctors and to also, um, just really hone in with myself. So I've been really grateful because I'm recognizing what's going on and I'm seeing what's happening. Um, and yeah, I'm just here on this journey. And I was recently also like, um, looking through the Bible and I want to talk about, Um, this verse that's missing in most Bibles about Matthew 17, verse 21, uh, uh, is part of the story about the boy who had seizures. So I really wanted to share all of this because I feel like the golden age is here and that the Piscean dark ages are really over. And so this has been a journey for me to really reclaim my power from my past and really conquer the demons that have like taken over my life um, from trauma that I've had from childhood, overcoming sexual trauma, and uh, just really a lot of abuse that I faced, sexual abuse um, that I faced from older men who took advantage of me. And that is a trigger warning. There will be triggers through here. One and two, I am not a doctor. (laughs) I just wanna make that clear. I am not a doctor. My intention sharing this episode is for entertainment purposes only and to share my experience. If you are someone who has seizures, please talk with your doctors before getting off of any medication. I just want to make that disclaimer um, because, again, I am not a medical professional. I am just here sharing my experience and my journey, and I am in communication with my doctors. They know what's up. Um, So I do want to make that clear um, for legality reasons, one and two, for your own safety. Um, But I am wanting just to share my testimony that I've had with Jesus, which is a huge piece of why I know I've gone through what I've gone through, one, two, how I am recognizing um, spirituality or even Christianity and psychedelics and how I really want to bridge the world of psychedelic therapy and spiritual emergency, which is why I know um, I've navigated through what I have. So this is like my intention of this episode is just to really empower you to keep going when the going gets tough. Um, I talk a lot about, again, how I reclaimed my power back from childhood sexual trauma. That's really allowed me to heal my body, my mindset, and my sexuality, and really releasing that shame around spiritual emergencies and having a difficult psychedelic trip, Um, really rewriting that story. And again, my recent seizure journey and why I feel like I've been navigating through and have been experiencing these seizures, especially being... 33, and I'm talking more about why I believe, like Matthew 17, verse 21 was taken out of these Bibles, um, and just really changing the narrative or um, dropping the stigmas around mental health. And also, I recently burned all of my tarot decks and oracle decks um, after my last seizure, and I want to talk about why I did that, um, as well as a deeper understanding about having faith of a mustard seed. and. Just really the drive that is fueling me right now to be this messenger about how psychedelic therapy can really support those who are struggling with mental health challenges and just what happens when we allow ourselves to do that deeper work of really connecting the dots from childhood to realize our deeper soul mission and purpose. So this episode is brought to you by my program, Thrive. It is revolutionary. If you haven't experienced it, I invite you to check it out. You can check it out in the show notes below or you go to SabrinaRiccio.com. Slash thrive, but honestly, this program has changed the lives of so many people and I'm just so obsessed with this program. It's really here to help you go from surviving to thriving and to transform your pain into purpose. Um, So again, you can check that on the show notes. Uh, You can also check out stephenorichio.com slash thrive. I also want to share, I'm in the process of building um, up my YouTube channel. That's going to be sharing a lot more um, tutorials and support with your online business and your spiritual business at that matter um, about social media, marketing, um, brand medicine, because I'm just on a mission right now to help more good people make good money doing great things in the world. That's what's really fueling me right now. So if you aren't subscribed to my YouTube, you can check out youtube.com slash Sabrina Riccio. You can also check uh, the show notes for that and uh, help us help me um, get this podcast back into the flow. I invite you to also leave a rating and review on iTunes if you love this episode. So without further ado, let's dive into this episode where I'm talking about my journey of overcoming epilepsy and seizures naturally and the of scripture, the secret scripture of Matthew 17, verse 21. Again, thank you for being here. Thank you for being part of the Sovereign Society. And let's dive in. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Sovereign Society podcast. I'm your guide, Sabrina Riccio. And let me just say how grateful I am to be here with you. This is the first episode I've recorded and published, I should say, (laughs) since um, my last seizure I had. So um, the last seizure I had, I went on this like 10-day spiritual quest afterwards. And as I've been having these seizures... uh, Recently, really, ever since I went to the hospital and had an EEG scan, it was only one day then. And then the seizure after that was only a couple days long, but this last one was like a 10 day journey that I went on. But let me tell you, it was revolutionary, life changing. And so I want to talk in this episode about how I am. Healing naturally from epilepsy and seizures. And I also want to talk about in the Bible, Matthew chapter 17, verse 21, the scripture that has been taken out of most Bibles. So, a little background story about me before we dive in I was raised Catholic. And I was even like an altar server girl. And I was always the one that wanted to hold the cross at church. Like I didn't want to hold the candles or anything. I wanted to hold the cross. Like I wanted to be the leader, right? (laughs) I went to Catholic school and I recently announced um, on my Instagram that I was sexually assaulted by my computer teacher. When I was in school, I was learning how to use Mac, like a Mac computer, you know, when I was like a kid, like... 20 years ago, I graduated middle school 20 years ago. So I've been learned, I've been using a Mac since like, I was like eight years old. I was learning like Sticky Bear was the um, computer program that I learned how to type. And my computer teacher, he saw like, there was a gift that I had because I started building websites when I was in sixth grade. So seventh grade, I started building websites in 2001. So for 22 years, I've been building websites and he saw like my passion for it and he was super fucking creepy. And he came up to me and had no problem always massaging me. And I'm like a little kid telling me my bra is crooked and like adjusting it. And sorry for this like trigger warning if this affects you, but like it really affected me to the point that when I got my period, I was very ashamed because I didn't want to be a woman. Like I didn't want to like that rite of passage brought so much shame to me because if I was already being like manipulated by men at that young age, I was scared of like what it was going to be like for a woman. And so that summer I ended up gaining 40 pounds and, you know, I shamed and hated my body and it affected me to the point now that I've been having seizures, uh, when I bleed <laughs> And, or when I'm ovulating and it's been interesting cause I'm also like my, my cycle has been so wonky. I'm working with a naturopath to help me, um, regulate my hormones. But I know a huge piece of what's been going on has been, there's been like, um, uh, just like an interference, I guess is the only word that can come up for me right now when it comes to my hormones and my body. And I shamed my sexuality for so long between um, the church and like being sexually assaulted by my computer teacher and my uncle and a cousin. (laughs) So a lot of men, creepy men saw like me and my gifts and they had no problem taking advantage of this innocent girl. So because of that, I like, held up a lot of walls, um, around men. And this has been a huge thing that I've had to really work through since my spiritual emergency that I had back when I had my difficult LSD trip in 2012, um, at Coachella, like all this shit was coming up for me when I was, you know, on that difficult trip of like the areas in my life that I needed to work through. And so, I you know I've been working with like some of the best of the best doctors um shout out to Loma Linda University Hospital um, and Dr Kasasa and my therapist Frank um I'm working with you know a neurologist who went to Johns Hopkins who obviously Johns Hopkins is a huge psychedelic therapy um psychedelic research I should say um wing Um, and teachings and studies. And then my therapist, Frank, he told me when I'm my last therapy session that I had the other day, that of all of the therapy schools that there are, there are only two schools that teach about how to help clients through spiritual emergencies. What? And if you've never heard of what a spiritual emergency is, it's when someone's personal, like a personal transformation goes wrong. And it becomes a crisis. And that's what happened to me. So, anywho, I started having these seizures um, when the year that Beyonce played at Coachella, that night. I was at my house and I had my first seizure. And I'm like, okay, something's up. Like, paramedics came and they were... I actually recorded the episode with Luke's story the day after... Um, My seizure. So, if you are watching on YouTube, you can click here and you can watch that episode. And if you're listening to this podcast, I have the link to um, the episode that I did with Luke's story in the show notes. But, anywho, that was going to, that initiated me to embark on an even deeper spiritual journey that would have me continue to face my shit. Because when I had that difficult LSD trip, things went wrong. But I heard like, first of all, I needed to like take responsibility for my shit because I had a lot of karma of trauma that I needed to work through before I can even jump into partnership or like come into wholeness more importantly than the partnership piece. is like, I need to find wholeness within myself because I don't want to be codependent on anyone I want to be in my sovereignty and be in my power. So I had I was facing all the shit that I needed to face one and two. I knew that I wanted to heal my family and part of healing my family was not only healing my relationship um, with my parents and my sister which I always I always had a lot of like repressed anger towards my family because I never felt seen or heard or understood or got the love that I needed, especially with being such an empath and being so sensitive and like the gifted child. I never really felt seen. So I always didn't feel like I belonged. Like I was calling suicide hotlines in college. (laughs) Like I was navigating through depression my entire life. And now that I'm in this like new space of like, Awareness. I'm looking at these old pictures of me, and I just have so much love for this wounded child that just never felt seen, never felt loved, never felt appreciated. I was just very, like, I put on a mask that, like, I was doing great, but, like, I was suffering on the inside. And these are the things that I've really wanted to heal within myself. And so every time I saw myself having a seizure or an episode, I saw like, and especially around my period, I saw that that could have been a child that would have had my DNA and that trauma passed down to them because we carry seven generations of our family's trauma and we also set the stage for the next seven generations. This is the legacy that we're leaving behind based off of our healing, right? Or the work that we don't do or our traits, our habits, whatever. These are the what's ingrained in our cellular memory that can be passed down to the next generations. And I knew I had so much shit I needed to work through and I wanted to work through that I didn't want my kids to have to deal with my crap when I needed to take radical responsibility for my shit. And so that's what so much of the last 11 years has been. Yes, I was vulnerable and I fell for the false light crap and the new age crap. But there were also things in a lot of those teachings that I resonate with still that it's kind of like a take what resonates and release the rest. There are things that I loved that have really helped me. But then there's a lot of other things that have been culty and whatnot that I'm like, fuck this. Like I don't resonate with this. Like I'm a sovereign being. I don't need authority above me to tell me like what's right and what's wrong, not my thing. So that's been a huge piece of like what these seizures have been. And so I wanna talk about um, how I've been healing these seizures naturally because I've been navigating through them. Um, I've had over like seven or eight, I've lost count now how many MRIs I've had, but by the grace of God, all of my brain scans are showing that I have a healthy brain, thank God. So that's how I know, okay, this has been a spiritual warfare like that I've been navigating through because like I said, I wanted to get my master's in theology. I've always been connected to the spiritual realms and like, I wanted to find like the golden link between all of these religions because I don't want to believe in separateness. And I honestly believe we are now officially in the golden age. I don't I don't think that we are in a time now where like the Piscean Age is done. And so I'm gonna talk about, well, I'll just say it now. During my last seizure I had, I went on a 10 day um, experience and I was like connecting with God. I have over 11 hours of documented video of me that I wanna submit. Like, I feel like I have been a case study on, and this was something I've shared with my therapist too, between psychedelic therapy and spiritual emergencies. And part of that spiritual emergency has also been seizures um, because a seizure to seize, right? Like I feel like I've been seized by like a dark entity in the areas that I was the most vulnerable, meaning the places where I was the most insecure, where I wasn't in my power. And that I was easily hooked onto, and that's the thing. When these, when in your auric field, right, your light body, you will have holes, kind of like a sponge, in your auric field in areas where you are the most insecure, where you are disempowered, where you're not in your sovereignty. And that's when the darker density that's hanging out here (laughs) and in the world, and that's the thing that I really hated about like the new age movement that said like evil doesn't exist. There is fucking evil in the world, but we are transmuting that. Like it won't have power over you when you are shining brighter, right? So anywho... When you have uh, unprocessed traumas, limiting beliefs, doubts, insecurities, whatever, there are holes in your auric field. And that's where the darker densities hook in and that's where the energy vampires come in because you're not in your power. And from that, that's where they'll start to absorb your energy, take your energy and will drain you. And so for me, because I struggled with mental health my entire life, and I had trauma around my sexuality, and I'm a projector in human design. We're ruled by the sacral. And also like being celibate, being a virgin, like I I my 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 womb, my energy is very attractive in that sense. And I know I'm here to shake shit up and revolutionize the world. So I've seen how these darker entities have tried to suck the life force out of me because I was disempowered and I didn't know that boundary to say no. And so these seizures were happening around my period and they were happening Obviously, my mental health wasn't the strongest. But when I was at Loma Linda, and I had didn't had a seizure, I was grateful I had a seizure there because then they could see what part of the brain um, was being attacked, and it was the left frontal and temporal lobe, the two areas of the brain that deal with language and trauma. So for me, the way that I've wanted to heal from seizures is like I want to get to the root cause of what's going on so that I can alchemize, heal, transmute, plant a new seed. I wanted to pull out those weeds and plant new seeds that would actually flourish. I wanted to understand what's going on so that one, I can heal myself and two, I can be in my power, right? When you're a child, when you're you know struggling with CPTSD, complex Post, uh, post-traumatic uh post stress, and you have childhood trauma, that's a very, very, very deep-rooted subconscious thing that you have to address if you want to heal. I said, yes, let's do this. I don't want to fucking play small. That's not who I am. Do you know me? Do you fucking know me? Come on. Like, I'm here to revolutionize the world. Like, I've already been invited to go to the UN before. Like, I'm going to be going back. (laughs) Like, I want to do big things in the world. I'm not here to play small because that would be, one, a disservice to God. And two, it'd be a disservice to me. As a child who was diagnosed, I was diagnosed with um, dissociative disorder my freshman year when I was at San Diego State. And it's because I lived in my head because I was so miserable in my body and I was so miserable in the world. And also being a Gemini with an exact Jupiter conjunction, Gemini's ruled a Gemini sun with the exact Jupiter um, conjunction. Gemini is ruled by Mercury, the communicator, like, come on. I have so much like air energy, mental energy, that it's been like my journey on how could I master my mind. And so I know I've been having these seizures as a testimony, God has brought them to me being like, yo, you're going to be this living case study on how I'm, God is the one that can help heal us from seizures. And so with that being said, I want to share from the Bible, um, a scripture that has been missing. Okay. So when I was recently going through my journey, I found my family's Bible in the garage. And this Bible was in my parents restaurant forever. Oh, that's fun. I opened up to um, a place where I have like, it's like a fake million dollar bill (laughs) willing to receive. Um, But anywho, I found this Bible And I've been posting lately this scripture about Matthew. So, Matthew 17, verse 14 through 20. Okay. The healing of a boy with a demon. So this is chapter 14. When they came to the crowd, a man approached Jesus and knelt before him. Lord, have mercy on my son, he said. He has seizures and is suffering greatly. He often falls into the fire or into the water. I brought him to your disciples, but they could not heal him. Jesus replied, oh, beloved and perverse generation. How long shall I stay with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring the boy here to me. Jesus rebuked the demon and it came out of the boy and he was healed from that moment. So that's, that's verse um, 18, verse 19. Then the disciples came to Jesus in private and asked, why couldn't we drive it out? Jesus replied, because you have so little faith. I tell you the truth. If you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. So that's verse 20. Verse 21 is missing in all of these Bibles except the New King James Version. And I was like, huh, this is interesting. Why wouldn't they continue to share? Why would they skip this? What is missing? So verse 21 says... However, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. That right there is the cure to seizures. You have to trust God, right your wrongs, and prayer and fasting. I am not a medical doctor. I will say that, but I am sharing from my experience. This is how I am living my life, seizure and epileptic free. Because I have faith the size of a mustard seed. And so when you talk about this, right, like faith the size of a mustard seed, it's not that you have so little faith. No. When they talk about, when Jesus talks about faith the size of a mustard seed, you know how small that damn mustard seed. And because you have faith in that mustard seed, you know for damn well, it's going to produce a mustard tree, a mustard plant, whatever, you have to understand that that's all it takes is like you have faith in that seed that it's going to produce this. I have faith that Jesus is, has healed me from these seizures because God wanted me to have this living testimony on how I, you know, worked with Jesus and like leaned on Jesus to rebuke this demon that tried to stop me from— living my life because these darker forces know how fucking bright I am. I am a lighthouse. I am a goddess. I am a priestess. I have survived being struck by lightning. I am light. And guess what? When there is white light, the darkness does not have power. The stars shine brightest in the darkest of nights. And like I've said many times before, you all ain't seen nothing from me. Yeah. Because this is what I've always known I was capable of. And I stayed the course. I stayed focused on God, even though people outside of me have thought I've lost my mind in a way I have. And I think that's not bad. I've lost the, the illness of the mind. And now I'm in my heart. And I was sharing before, like, it's like, I feel like I have this beautiful congruence between my head and my heart now, which is the state I always wanted to reach, like finding this balance. But I do feel like my heart's at 51% and my brain's at 49. Like now my heart is in the lead, right? And I'm in my Jesus year. This is my 33rd year. And I know that Jesus has been using me because that's my prayer every morning. I wake up and I say, Lord, use me. Help me be part of the solution. That's why I'm here, right? So here I am, I'm embarking on the last months of being 33. And I know that I went through what I went through for a reason. I've gone through hell and back for a reason. And like I said, I've chosen to be this living case study. I want to share my journey with my doctors so that, you know, I can help be part of the solution to help people with mental illness and help people heal. Because up until now, no one, everyone shunned mental health. They like put you in a box. Like it was so taboo to talk about. And I've... I've had a journey struggling with mental health my entire life. I... There's no shame about that from me anymore. Again, how can I be part of the solution? How can I share my story unapologetically, be vulnerable, be authentically me? And I know I'm fucking protected because I'm doing God's work. I am here to be a messenger of love. I'm not here to manipulate. I'm not here to do anything that is like not of God. I have been uni- I have unified my soul with my body and my mind. I've unified myself with God. I feel like I am living in 5D Christ consciousness. And let me tell you, after this last seizure I had, I have a whole new world (laughs) ahead of me. I have, as I keep saying, I keep piercing this veil, this veil, this veil, and I finally see the light. I've had the most fun I've had in the last week, like I had a great time with my family. I feel like I finally healed my relationship with my family, which is something I always wanted because family is very important to me and I'm come from a, a strong Italian Catholic household. Like family is everything, right? But essentially I knew... I was not a victim of my circumstances. And guess what? Neither are you. You are not a victim of your circumstances. You are here to be victorious. And if you need help figuring that out, check out my program, Thrive. It's my signature program. So many lives have been changed because of that experience of doing that deeper work. And this is the work that I'm so passionate about, okay? And you can check it out, SabrinaRiccio.com slash Thrive. You can check the show notes. Um, But essentially... I know people were concerned outside of me because they love me and they care about me and they don't understand, right? But as, you know, Jesus says, forgive them for they do not know. I'm here to bring something new to the world. We're all here to bring something new to the world. You have gifts that no one else has. You have experiences that no one else has. All of our journeys are unique and different, right? And so for me, I know that I didn't, I don't need anymore. I don't. I don't consent (laughs) to people outside of me's projections or judgments or fears. It's because I know it's just from their own understanding. Like I just pray for them. I give it to God and I'm just going to keep keep focus. Like I, like I always say, the arrow has to be pulled back before it can be shot forward. I, I, I believe in that arrow that I have been focused on my targeted intention on like, again, how can I be here to revolutionize the world? God has led me the whole time. God has protected me the whole time. And so recently during my, um, my seizure i was at my house and i burned every single one of my tarot decks and oracle decks so i would like new ones because i have really fun working with them and i actually work with them with jesus but the reason why i needed to burn all of my tarot decks and my um oracle decks as well as, well as like some bullshit false light crap that i just like books and stuff i didn't need i was literally sitting in my backyard for like 4 hours around my fire but god was showing me like hey, we're going to use these tools because those tools have also helped me, um, you know, understand and get to know myself. We're going to use these tools to cast out the evil. So I burnt all of my tarot decks. I burnt all of my Oracle decks because it's not about the material, right? Like you can't take that with you when you go. (laughs) So I burned it all with the intention of like have all any like dark entities, whatever that like hooked on to me during the time when like I was a lost soul. I was in my dark night of the soul that I was really working a lot with these tools. Like I'm releasing that because I'm now that I'm who I am today. Now that I'm living in the golden age, it's time for me to upgrade my tools. And so to upgrade my tools, I needed to make space for that upgrade, which means I needed to get rid of what no longer served and those cards no longer served. I do have a few, I, 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 do have a few, um, individual cards, but I see them as art that are literally sitting at my desk right now. And this is from my, one of my dear friends, Danielle, I have the sun card, which to me was just like, this was obvious. And then I have the hermit card and this one's from inner hue. She's the one who actually designed, um, my, uh, my, my logo. But look at that, like a priestess, like with the Virgo and Joshua tree. Like I'm a Virgo moon, one degree Virgo moon. Like this is me. (laughs) And then me, the six of pentacles here. Like those are the cards I kept all the other cards that I own. I burnt, which, you know, I have to work as part of the non-attachment and I want to get new decks to work with. Cause like I said, I pray to Jesus and the highest benevolence and truth and love and compassion to um, use those cards. And I only want good there. And I think when I was, when I bought a lot of those cards, again, I was in a really dark place one. I was really entrenched in the false light too. And I wasn't in my sovereign embodiment. So I've, even though like I've cleaned it so many times, I feel like so much of that, Crap energy was still stuck in those cards, so I needed to release them. Even if there's cards that aren't in print anymore, I needed to let it go. The only deck that I did keep was my um, Archangel Michael deck because Archangel Michael has been my guide since I was a child. Like I have a huge Archangel Michael statue in front of my door at my house. There's one in front of my parents' house. Like. Archangel Michael has been like one of my go-to guides my entire life. And so I still love to work with that deck. But anywho, having said all of this, like, I just want to close out with like, yes, God has been with me the whole time. And like this work that I've had to navigate through the last 11 years has been part of my divine mission, right? And it was an assignment that was assigned to me to accomplish because I know that God gives... toughest battles to his strongest soldiers and with everything that i've conquered and navigated through i said yes (laughs) i will help anchor in the golden age let's clear out the crap of the piscean age that isn't coming with us that isn't in alignment that is not sustainable that isn't of truth that isn't of love that isn't of god that's what i have been clearing out and so i've had to push people away to protect them because it's like this is this is a lot of work But I had to follow through. I couldn't just start and stop. No, I had to follow through, right? And so after everything that I've accomplished and conquered since I was a little girl, like not only did I know that I was up for the challenge, but I knew that I would accomplish the task at hand because I have faith of a mustard seed, right? I mean, come on, I have tattooed on me with a mother Mary who has no eyes because she's walking by faith, not by sight. The mystery of faith, like- That metaphor of the faith of the mustard seed is not, again, not about, like, me having so little faith, but it's about, like, I know that this mustard seed is going to grow into a tree, and I know that what I'm going through is part of the greater reason, and I, it's time for me to fucking enjoy my life, it's time for me to have fun with my life, because I have been... I've struggled for so long and I'm just not, I'm done with that. I'm not going to have these seizures anymore because Jesus says right here, Matthew chapter 17, verse 18, Jesus rebuked the demon and it came out of the boy and he was healed in that moment. This is my moment. This is my moment that that seizure has been rebuked. It can't come at me anymore because God is within me. Jesus is, I have like the blood of Jesus over me, within me, through me. Like I have that faith of a mustard seed. And I know that because I have been in prayer and fasting, these seizures are done. Now I'm just excited because I have another brain scan coming up that I get to show like, hey, I'm cool. I got this. (laughs) I have faith that my seizure journey has come to completion. I needed to have this testimony. I went through what I went through so that I could spread the good news on how to help others struggling with seizures and epilepsy. It's about doing that deeper work of facing your inner demon and also practicing prayer and fasting. I spent the last three years in and out of the hospital. I was blessed to see where my brain had these attacks so I knew how to heal it. I'm a a medicine woman, this is what I do. I like to get to the root of where there is an imbalance. How do we heal? How do you forgive? How do you reclaim your power? And how do we do something about it to become that blessed up version of you? What are your new habits? What are your new ways of being? How do you view yourself? How do you take care of yourself? And that blessed up version of you who is healed. You need to become them. And that's who I am now. I am becoming that blessed up version of Sabrina who is in the the relationship with the love of her life who's doing God's work and is like Jesus's blessing, who has... A mega successful online empire who is making a difference in the world, who has healthy relationships with herself, with God, with others, has an amazing team that's helping her unleash her medicine, that is living on an earth that is full of love and light and truth and compassion and empathy and patience and faith. That is the blessed up version of me I am becoming, and I'm having so much fun. <laughs> Again, I'm grateful I had these seizures because I knew what areas of my life I needed to heal, what areas of my life have been affected from a, my brain having um, an imbalance. So again, so that I can do research myself, know myself, do that deep work of reclaiming my power in these areas so that I couldn't be easily influenced or manipulated by something outside of me that wasn't of love and that wasn't of God. This is the deep work I've been navigating through that I've really had to focus. This has been, again, I've been my own case study. I've been healing myself. And this is me finally in my my full sovereign embodiment, me and my power. I'm grateful for my neurologist. I'm grateful for my therapist. I'm grateful for my parents for having the patience and to hold that space because they've practiced and shown me what unconditional love is when they don't understand what's going on, especially like my mother who's never smoked a joint in her life. So she's never been able to explore the depth of the psyche. And that's why I feel like I'm here to be that bridge to share how psychedelic therapy can help people. Cause even when I was in the hospital, I heard loud and clear, the VA was right next door to my, I could see the VA building from my hospital window. And I I heard, you are here to help heal the vets. This is how I want to be an American. I want to be an American by helping the vets who are struggling with PTSD. How do they do that? Let's talk about psychedelic therapy. Let's do that deeper work. Let's heal the mind. Let's understand the psyche. Let's do the subconscious healing work. Like I know I am here to be part of the solution, and so are you. But you have to stop playing small. You have to stop doubting yourself. You have to stop listening to the outside noise that is belittling you, doubting you, projecting onto you, whatever. If there's something here that I'm saying that doesn't resonate with you, don't take it. Take what resonates, release the rest. It's fine. I'm here speaking my truth in my sovereign embodiment. And again, I'm here to do God's work. I am a child of God. I am here to do God's work. And let me tell you what I've been seeing. Holy shift. I'm so grateful for everyone who has contributed to help me heal. You know who you are. You know who you are. Because I want to do this together. This isn't just about me. This is about us. And again, I'm grateful that I've been able to be blessed to do this work and to be that conduit to, to share God's love and to do the good work and to share share the good news. This is me sharing my story talking about Matthew chapter 17, verse 21, talking about how Jesus has helped me heal from seizures, talking about how I've done the work. I have to also give myself credit for doing that work, right? This is a unity thing. Like I'm, I've devoted my life the last fucking 11 years to heal myself. And it was hard, but I know I'm about to reap the rewards. It's springtime. Are you kidding me? Spring has sprung. We are in a new astrological year. We are in 2023. This is the golden age. I had to clear out the rest of the crap of the Piscean age the last 11 years. Ugh, so gross. Remember when the world was supposed to end in 2012? I said, fuck that. <laughs> if I, I feel like if I would have followed through and like not have obeyed what god was showing me on not yet be patient sabrina in 2012 things would have been fucking over i do this is all just a figment of my reality all of this is an illusion right all of this is an illusion everything that we see it's all a simulation i mean come on guys my first car i had a red toyota matrix like i my favorite movie when i was 9 years old was the matrix and stigmata like Are you kidding me? I remember when I was like in um, eighth grade, we went on a trip to DC and like I couldn't leave the Holocaust Museum. Like I know I'm here to do big work. I am protected. I am safe. I am here as a child of God, like I'm a proud American, like I'm grateful I live in a country where there's freedom. And I also want to speak up for, you know, women in other places and countries like Iran who don't have that freedom. So much of what my journey has been has been about medical sovereignty, has been about women empowerment, has been around how do we reclaim our power? How do we become in our true sovereign embodiment? That has been my sacred why. And to be honest... I don't have time for people in my life who don't want to support me. I don't have time for people's projections. I don't have time for people who are doubting what I'm capable of. I bless you because there's judgment because you do not know. So I forgive you. But that's not going to affect me anymore because I am here as a child of God doing God's work. I'm here to shake shit up. I'm here to revolutionize the world. And I want to help people do the same. This is what I, this is, this is the container that happens when you come with me and do a one-on-one mentorship with me. Ask any of my clients, ask anyone who's the, and if you can't afford right now, working with me one-on-one, check out one of my group programs. Thrive, for instance, incredible. And I'm going to be upgrading and updating the content in Thrive. Um, But when you enroll in Thrive, you're going to have access to all of the information. And right now, this is the lowest price you can get it because as I upgrade it, um, the next round I will be doing with um, support with uh, uh, group coaching, but obviously that's going to be more. So right now you can do a flow on your own experience of Thrive, but it's revolutionary. Um, So anywho, um, I just, again... I want to thank everyone who's been involved in my healing journey. Um, I also want to continue to take radical responsibility. If I hurt anyone or projected my shit onto anyone or manipulated anyone in the past, also working in therapy, I saw how I was very manipulative as a kid because that was like a coping mechanism that I had because I didn't feel safe. Um, So I lived in my parasympathetic nervous system of like that fight or flight my entire life um and yeah i just you know i'm taking radical responsibility and from that radical responsibility i'm also choosing to be part of the solution by speaking up um publicly transparently sharing my testimony Um, and just, you know, how can I continue to be part of the solution? How can I help other people continue to be part of the solution? And how can I fulfill my mission on helping more good people make good money doing great things in the world? How can I help people recognize the importance of honoring the journey and trusting the process? How can I help people understand that they have the power to heal themselves? But to do that, you have to do the big work because guess what? A little pill that you're given is not going to be the answer. It's just masking. And that's why I said no to anti-seizure medication. I said no to anti-seizure medication because the number one side effect is having a child with birth defect. Absolutely not. I have so many family members in my life that have been born with birth defects. No. That's why I said no. And I told my doctor straight up, I'm going to heal myself naturally. And guess what? I am so grateful. He says, go for it. I support you. And he loves my passion for it. So Dr. Kasasa, thank you. And I'm excited to see him and like talk about it and share what's going on. But anywho, this has been a very um, empowering episode. I know it was a lot about me, but you guys haven't really seen much of me or heard much of me in the last three years because I've been sick and it's all led to this moment. And I'm really fucking proud of myself. So with all of this being said, I just want to say thank you for listening. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your support. Please help the Sovereign Society podcast get back up because I love sharing medicine. I love sharing this. And because I've been gone... A lot of the views have gone down. So if you have a few minutes to leave a rating and review, thank you. Go follow me on YouTube. Um, Let me know what you think and what you thought of this um, episode. And I'm excited to get back into the flow to continue to unleash my medicine and to share with you. Um, more insights by the way on my youtube i am about to be releasing so much more incredible information to help you with your branding to help you with your marketing and to help you with your online business like i said ever since i came out and shared that i was sexually assaulted by my computer teacher i've gotten that passion again to like share the information and the knowledge i'm really fucking good at and something i was I, i was disempowered by for so long um I'm excited to be sharing with you more insights and information on how to create smarter and not harder. So that's going to be a lot of videos that I share on my YouTube and I'm about to create so much content. Thank you, Jesus. Like I've been able to reclaim my power back because God has like washed over me all of the crap that was lingering and hindering me from shining my light fully. And like I said, you ain't seen nothing yet. And I want to help you. If you want to work with me one-on-one, let's do this. Like, I want to support you. Just know that the world is ready for your medicine. And now is the time for you to step up and to share with the world who you genuinely are. And this is why I'm here and this is what the Sovereign Society is all about. So anyways, I love you. I will see you when I see you. And if not, I'll see you some other time. Excited to share an episode next week as well. And uh, we'll talk soon. Take care. Satnam. Thanks so much for tuning into this powerful episode of the Sovereign Society podcast. To keep this conversation flowing, I invite you to join us over at the Sovereign Society private Facebook group and to follow us over at Sovereign Society podcast on Instagram. If you want to keep up with me, subscribe to my YouTube channel where you can watch these episodes and so much more. I welcome you to come on over and say hey on Instagram at Sabrina Riccio. And if you love these conversations, please support the podcast by subscribing and leaving a rating and review on iTunes. To share the love, all you got to do is search Sovereign Society Podcasts. And of course, if you're ready for more, stay tuned for next week because we've got a whole new episode coming your way. Take care. Satnam.